Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello and welcome back. It is March 29th, Tuesday. <clears throat> Before I start this lesson, and it's an actual do-over, and the title is it, excuse me, the title of it is <clears throat> Saints and Sinners, What's the Difference? Now, I did do a lesson. Um, I wasn't available at home. I did a lesson on my laptop and the lesson, I didn't get to hear it all, but I rushed to upload it. And now I'm listening to this lesson and it sounds horrible. Not the content, <clears throat> just the audio. And the unfortunate thing about that is when I do a lesson, I'm in the moment, I'm discussing stuff. One lesson is not going to be the same lesson taught. So that's unfortunate because I really did like the lesson. I was really in the spirit when I put the lesson together and I'm praying that I, this lesson will be just as good, but you just never know. Anyway, um, this lesson is about um, saints and sinners and what's the difference. Um, <clears throat> what is the difference between a saint and a sinner? Well, the Most High says that all have sinned and fallen short of his glory. So that makes us all sinners. There's so many sinners throughout the scriptures and we ourselves are sinners too. So if the Most High said all have fallen short, that means everybody. Everybody, everybody, everybody has fallen short. So Romans 3 and 23 from King James Version of the scriptures say, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of the most high. So you know that we are all sinners simply because we don't listen to the most high and we're not in his will. So the question is, <clears throat> if we know that, what makes a sinner change into a saint? Well, some things include faith, determination, dedication, risk-taking, meaning um, standing in the will of the most high. So that's faith. Um, focus, a strong will, and good listening skills in order to hear, hear that still small voice that's inside of your spirit. Hold on. because the most high does speak to us in our hearts not in our heads the devil speaks to us in our heads so um also um well we get this small voice from the most high he puts it in all of us and he says that a seed of righteousness is in everybody so that's where you hear the voice inside your spirit not in your head so um, you also need discernment, which is AKA common sense, but common sense is not common because it's spiritual. You also need that discernment to distinguish the righteous voice that you hear in your heart, okay? Versus what you hear constantly in your head, the negativity. And the wicked voice that you keep hearing in your head, you need that discernment. And we all don't have it, honey, because common sense is not common. That's what they call it common sense, but it's really spiritual discernment. 
So this way, if you make a mistake, um, you hear your spirit that is talking to you, okay? Which they call intuition, but it's your spirit. You can quickly, um, it can quickly tell us that we're doing something against the word of the most high. He pricks our hearts. That means he um, lets us know when we're doing stuff that we shouldn't do. And he, give us the, he gives us the humility to say, you know what? Let me turn from my wicked ways and go back to the way of the most high. So he breaks our hearts and we turn from evil, wicked ways and focus on walking um, the righteous way. And we get back on the path of the most high. So that's some, some parts of um, becoming a saint. Um, I want to say too, <clears throat> now this walk is not easy. And the truth um, is that when we start hearing the real truth, because a lot of people, they believe they want the truth, but when they start hearing the real truth, they can't handle the truth. But if the Ruach is dealing with you, then you, you'll be able to hear the truth because you'll be in a place that even though the truth hurts and pricking our heart is not fun, we'll be able to handle it, okay? Um, and this is what the Most High teaches us. And this is in preparation of getting us into a position of spiritual strength, tenacity, and endurance, which are the fruits of the spirit, okay? Now, the Most High gives us all kinds of blessings. And I've done lessons on blessings. So you can go to the uh, platform library and get that. The Most High is also preparing us to deal with the world so that we can be like spiritual Teflon because we have to um, be in this wicked world and the wicked one rules the world. He's the prince of this air. And his rules, he rules harshly. He rules um, unforgivingly. He's hateful. Um, and especially against the saints. I mean, he's not going to be hate, hateful against his um, own children and his followers because he already has them. They're already doing wrong, you know, so he don't have to work on them. He has to work on the most high saints. Now, I already told you that the most high has two flocks, okay? And he said he's only taking a remnant and that equals up to, to the two flocks, the set apart um, children and the other um, flock, which are his saints. They're going to be his saints. Now, think about this. Think about all the people who ever been in the world since Adam and Eve, all the way into you. And then when you die, all the way until the most high changes all the stuff. That's multitudes and multitudes of people. Now, think about just a remnant of those people. That's what the Most High said is going to the next life. So just think about that. I want you to keep that in your head. There are many influences vying for your attention. And I already told you there's wickedness in high places, principalities and powers, all kinds of those. I already told you those are um, wicked types of spirits that's in the skies in the firmament so that um, they can distract you. And this is constant. It happens to everyone. Um, the devil is trying his best to take you down, really. And if you're listening to him, that means he already got you. That's number one. Number two, 
the devil don't take coffee breaks. He don't take uh, tea breaks. He doesn't go to the bathroom. He don't do none of that. He don't sleep. So this is constant and I mean constant. So the most high makes us spar like an athlete so that we could um, combat him. And a perfect example of that would be the Testament of Job. Now I uploaded the Testament of Job to the platform and I need you to listen to that because that's spiritual strength and endurance at its highest. Because the most high allowed the devil to get to Job. And I'm telling you, Job was near death. Even though the most high told the devil, you're not going to kill him. But I'm going to let you take um, everything away from him. I'm going to let you take everything away from Job. And that was his health, his kids, his wife, his possessions. The devil took everything from Job. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. And Job is the same. I'm trying to tell you that the devil wants to wreck you. He wants, he doesn't like humans. He doesn't like your soul. He doesn't like your flesh and he uses your flesh like dung. Now I know every lesson that I taught, I told you this and I say it all the time and I will continue to say it because you need to know the devil doesn't like you. He doesn't. And he works real hard to take you down in every way possible. And the most high is trying to get you in a place to be like a sparring athlete, like a, a gold medal winner. This way you will be able to fight those devices of the devil and whatever else is here. Because remember, the devil's not the only thing here. There's way more than the devil here. Okay. So the most high is trying to get you like tef Teflon so that nothing could get to you. Not only that, he leaves you spiritual tools to do it. Okay, the full armor of Yah, the word, which is a, a, a sword, a double-edged sword, the fruits of the spirit. The most high is giving you everything. Everything. It's up to you to grab these things and take hold of them. Okay. All right. Now, um, a sinner can and will rise to the occasion of a saint if they if they're focused and they continue to stand in the word of the most high Yah. That saint uses all the tools that I just said that the Most High provides, the fruit of the Spirit, the full armor of Yah, the words of Yah, I already said that, and constantly fights with those tools along with hearing and listening to the Ruach, okay? What they call the Holy Spirit is, is the Ruach HaKodesh. And the Ruach brings truth and power in the form of spiritual discernment. I already told you that the Ruach was wisdom. It's a spirit. The Ruach is wisdom. And what does wisdom bring? Knowledge. Okay. So the, the Ruach is giving you um, understanding so that you can develop your knowledge and become wise. That's what the Ruach does. Okay. And, and that's like common sense. It gives you that spiritual discernment is common sense. And being able to hear and understand and acknowledge spiritual things which are higher than carnal things. Now there's many scriptures that the most high tells the prophets. You already know how important the prophets are. He tells the prophets that spiritual things are higher than carnal things. Yeshua says it too to Nicodemus when he told him a spiritual thing, which was simple, it needed common sense to understand it. And Nicodemus being religious, he was a Pharisee. He didn't understand what he said. And I said this before, but I'm going to say it again. 
when Yeshua said, you must be born again. This is what Nicodemus said. So we got to go back in our mother's wounds. How are we going to do that? That is not how that's supposed to be done. <laughs> I don't even know why he said that. The most, um, Yeshua said, how can I tell you heavenly things when you can't even figure out earthly things? There's no way possibly, possible, no way possible that you can go back in your mother's womb. No way. But to be reborn, there's certain things that you have to do. Confession that the most high is the most high. Being, um, worshiping in um, truth and um, spirit, being washed in um, water, being uh, immersed. I mean, there's a lot of things that you have to do to be able to get yourself into a position of moving on to be a saint. I already told you, everybody's a sinner. But the Most High said he has saints. The ones that's in the heavens, the top nine heavens right now, are the saints okay they're the saints the most high said they're the saints now i do not want you to get it confused and think that the most high saints is like this religious saints now in religions especially in catholicism which um is like a big umbrella and everybody's under that umbrella because their doctrines is being taught by them Everybody's doctrine in every um, different genre of religion comes from the Catholic Church, all of them. So what they do is, oh, let's just get together and let's um, figure out who's a saint. How are they doing this? When the Most High said, I never let nobody outside the children of Israel see my manifestations. They never saw my blessings. They never got the Ten Commandments. They never did anything. Only the children did. So how are they taking it upon themselves to make this determination? I already told you that the devil fools the whole world and how in every way. See how everybody's doing whatever they want to? That's not the most high's will. That's not even the most high. They are not saints. That's why the devil fools the whole world, except for the very elect. Who's the elect? The saints. Now, I'm gonna give you some information. It's not in any particular order, but there's many people in the scriptures that have been the children of Israel that were considered sinners. You already know, the Most High said everybody, but I'm talking about the, um, the Old Testament. Now the Most High knew before the foundation of the world that they would be saints. He already knew, but the individual didn't know until they were tried, tested and proven to be saints with the most high's assistance. And some of these people were, just to name a few, Abraham, Noah, Judah, Samson, David, and Solomon. Now, these are very notable people in the scriptures. And I would say Job too, but I'm not gonna go into Job, but Job was a saint, okay? Job followed the most high, but he was also idolatrous. And he turned around and found out that he was worshiping the devil. And he said, I'm not going to do it no more. And the devil went up to the most high and said, Job is only going to you because you gave him all this stuff. If Job didn't, if you didn't, um, if you took your stuff back from him, he wouldn't be worshiping you. And the most high said, oh, really? He was like, yeah, let me have a crack at him. 
Most I said, go right ahead. But I'm going to tell you what, don't kill him. Okay, don't kill him. So that time the angel came down and told Job exactly what he was going to do. He said, Job, the devil's going to try and he's going to try to sift you like wheat. But I'm going to tell you this, the most I said, if you endure and you be like a, um, a sparring sprinter, like you in the Olympics, I'm saying Olympics because there wasn't no Olympics back there, but I'm saying if you spar with him, this is what he, this angel's actually saying, if you spar with him, you're going to run him down and you will defeat him. And everything you lost, the most high is going to double. And that's what he told um, Job. And I'm telling you, Job had no idea what he was in for. But I'm going to tell you this, Job won because the devil said, you beat me. Woo, you wore me out. Yes. And you can wear the devil out too. And you will become a saint. I already told you everybody is a sinner. But what makes the sinner turn into the saint? I already told you. Faith, determination, dedication. Being willing to step out on faith, which is taking that risk. Focusing on the most high with a strong will, with good listening skills. That means listening to that small voice inside your soul and being able to discern what you're hearing. Is it from the most high or is it from the devil or whoever else? That's what turns you into a saint. That is the ingredients of turning you into a saint. And most of all, being tried, tested, and proven by the most high turns you into a saint. Okay, so now I'm going to give you some information. Abraham. Abraham is the progenitor of the children of Israel. The Most High said that Abraham was his friend. Okay. Um, he told Abraham, he told everybody that Abraham was his friend. It's several places in the scriptures that Abraham, um, that the Most High said Abraham was his friend. But I'm going to tell you what, Abraham was idolatrous and he was a liar. Mm -hmm. Prior to um, the Most High talking to him, he was idolatrous. Okay. Because I'm just going to set the scene for you. Abraham's father was one of the court members. Like, you know how the king has his whole court. He has his whole people that, like an entourage that do certain things. Okay, well, Abraham's father was one of those court members. Okay, like the entourage that did certain things at that time. And this was the time, like right after the flood, when um, Shem, Shem, Ham, and Japheth was around. Because Ham is um, Nimrod's um, grandfather. Okay, and Nimrod is the one who shot that arrow up and was trying to get to the most high and the most high confound the languages. Yes, that's who that was. But they was all idolatrous. Did they know that the most high was um, who he was? Yes, they did. And they still was idolatrous. And so was um, Abraham's um, father. And at that time, he was Avram. That's his real name. But Abram, I'll just say, because, you know, they changed everything. I already said when I say these names, they all changed. Okay. All the names have changed. I already know. I already told you that the heathens, um, they did the books. They put those books together and they changed the names, period. So when Abram was Abram, 
he um he was selling his father's gods excuse me so um then the most high was dealing with him and he was like this doesn't make any sense he's saying i'm i'm um i'm selling my father's gods all right deities because most high is not a deity or a god i already told you so i'm gonna use these words because that's not the most high he was selling his father's gods and he was saying well if my father is making these gods that people are worshiping wouldn't he be higher than them? These are the things that um, was in his mind and the Most High was dealing with him because if the Most High wasn't, he wouldn't even have these thoughts. It wouldn't even be a thought. That's what you got to understand. That's how the Most High would speak to your heart and be like, this don't make no sense. It has to be a different way. And the same thing happened with Job. So the Most High started dealing with Abraham and after he was dealing with him, he was no longer Abram. There was a whole bunch of stuff that happened, but I'm just telling you um, how the Most High started dealing with him. And uh, you would read in um, Genesis that there's a scripture that says, and the Most High told Abraham to leave his mother and father and go to the land that he told him. And everybody thinks that he did that because of Sarah, but that's not why. He did that because his family was idolatrous. That's why. And you will hear that in the book of Jasper, but you sure won't hear that in the, um, excuse me, in the regular scriptures. You're not going to hear that. So Abraham was idolatrous. The Most High told him to leave them people over there because they worship devils. I already told you. Only a certain people don't worship devils. Everybody else is fooled by the devil, except for the very elect, which are the saints. This is not a game. So Abraham left his mother and his father and he went to a land and he trusted the most high with true faith. That's why the most high said that was his friend because there wasn't no 10 commandments. There wasn't no 613 laws. There wasn't none of that. But Abraham turned from whatever the heck he was doing and followed the most high. The most high said, go over here to a land. I'm going to promise you. And that's exactly what he did. And the most high calls him his friend. Because mm -hmm. he trusted him. And Abraham's faith made him righteous. His faith made him righteous. Okay? And the righteousness is being a saint. So, like I said, uh, spiritual sanctity is nothing like religious sanctity. You got heathens appointing people to do what? Who are they? The Most High didn't even acknowledge them. The Most High already told Ezra, I already told you that only... Only the children of Israel are the apple in my eye. Everything else is like spit in the bucket. So why is the spit in the bucket trying it? Now we got Noah. Now I told you this is in no particular order because Noah was before Abraham. Uh, Noah was an alcoholic. I already told you the devil, the uh, the demon of alcohol, which is the devil of al alcohol because you already know demon is not um, scriptural. But for the people in the back, I will say demon. Uh, he was an alcoholic. Okay. He loved that devil. Mm -hmm. And, and um, one of his children, which is Ham, went and saw him sprawled out naked with the alcohol. He was drunk as a skunk, sprawled out. And Ham went and told his other two brothers, this is why Canaan was cursed. 
Ham cut, I mean ham. Um, it, um, Noah couldn't curse Ham because Ham was too close to him. He had to curse uh, one of um, Ham's sons. Mm -hmm. Now we talk about Judah. Oh my goodness, Judah, Judah, Judah. Ooh. I did a lesson on Judah and the children of Judah. I also uploaded the Testament of Judah. Please go on the platform and learn more about Judah because Judah's children are scattered throughout the four corners of the globe. They've been sent over to the four corners in bondage and in chains and as slaves. That's what bondage means. And it says that in the scriptures. But prior to that, Judah sold his brother into slavery. Okay. They all sinners. I'm explaining to you the things that they did. Okay. Judah was a whoremonger. Mm -hmm. Judah was also a heavy, um, he was an alcoholic, but he was a heavy um, social drinker. Mm -hmm. He loved drinking that devil too. He was hard-headed and stiff-necked. And he slept with his daughter-in-law. And the most high call him is that. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The point of this is that a saint, um, excuse me, a sinner can turn from his wicked ways and walk in the most high and become a saint. This is what I'm trying to tell you, the difference between a sinner and a saint. The sinner will wallow in his dirt and stay there like a pig. The sinner will turn from his wicked ways. Even if he falls, even if he stumbles, the most high already knows he's going to do all that. And I'm going to read you to some, I'm going to read some scriptures to uh, back it up. So now we on Samson. Samson is in the book of uh, Judges. And Samson was the one with the long locks and was cut off, okay? But I'll tell you this, he was also stiff-necked. He ain't listened to nobody. And he was a whoremonger. He loved himself some hoes. He loved the hoes. He had a couple of them and he was calling them heifers. He loved the hoes. He knew he wasn't supposed to be around them hoes and he still did. And one of the hoes took him down. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the most high took him. He's a saint. Now David. David's in the lot of Judah. Judah and his kids all do the same thing. All the males of Judah. I'm not going to say all, but 99% of them. I can't even say 99%, but a whole lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. A lot of his line does the same thing that Judah does. Always chasing the hoes. The Most High said, don't go outside your own nation. What do they do? That's exactly what they do all the time. David is in the line of Judah. And he was a king. David was, the, I mean, uh, Judah is the king. And all his lines is kings. Even the bondage ones. They princes, the Most High calls them princes. But anyway... David was, um, he coveted other people's stuff. He was jealous of other people. That's against the law. Uh, the, uh, the commandments was out and the 613 laws was out at that time. By that time, I mean, he coveted another person's wife. Okay. And he murdered, he plotted and murdered the man who he wanted the wife. Okay. Oh, David was something else. And then he didn't even want to acknowledge it. 
he did not want to acknowledge it because when Nathan came over there, it was like, oh, because the most I said, oh, you better get over there telling Nathan. You better get over there and let Nathan, um, let uh, David know. I'm getting ready to strike him down, honey. You better go over there and let him know. I know what he did. And that's exactly what he did. That prophet went over there and said to, um, to David, you know, he said some scenario. And what if somebody did something to get somebody else killed and this and that? And David gonna go, I would, I would kill him. I would have him killed. And then the prophet said, it was you. And he was like, oh, yeah, as if nobody knew. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was an adulterer. Because he already had wives. And he didn't cover it somebody else's wife. And then he had the man that she was married to killed. But David's a saint. Because in the second life, David's going to be serenaded the most high. <laughs> yes, he is. The most high love David. Remember, he gave David favor since he was a kid. When he threw that rock at um, Goliath, he took Goliath down. Okay? And he's a saint right now. Now we got Solomon, David's son. I already told you who Solomon was. Solomon had the most wisdom before anybody alive that was before him and anybody after him. He had the most wisdom. And I already told you his story. If you go into the platform library, you'll be able to hear Solomon's story. It's weaved into my lessons. Solomon was a saint. Solomon wrote many of the books that's in the, um, the Old Testament. He even has books that they didn't put in the um, Old Testament that tells you exactly who he is. He the one who said he black and beautiful. <laughs> yes, honey. But guess what? He was a whoremonger. And he lusted for the hoes because he had many, many wives. But he lusted for those hoes. And the most I said, why do you keep going outside of your own nation? I already told you, I don't want you with no other people. I will give you any woman you want in your own nation. And there was some, there was some, ooh, honey, they was beautiful. And he would not, um, he would not settle with them. Not that he didn't have any, but he would not settle with them. And he kept on grabbing at the holes, lusting after them. So he got some holes and guess what? Them hoes was witches and they turned him to idolatry with the witchcraft they did. And if you don't believe that, you better go to the Testament of Solomon because the demon tells him, oh yeah, I'm gonna get you too. You're gonna be, um, you're gonna be worshiping me too by the people you dealing with. And that's exactly how it happened. By them hoes, <clears throat> they'll get you every time. Stop playing. So, all of those people that I just named were sinners. And I mean real bad sinners. Doesn't that sound bad? And right now, what are they? They saints up in the heavens. Yes, they are. In the different dimensions. I'm not talking about the skies and the firmament. I already told you what's up there. Now, each of these people made serious mistakes in their lives. But the Most High also knew that they, were, uh, they would be wrong. And he still stuck with them because he made it so before the foundation of the world. I already told you, the most high chose you before the foundation of the world. You think the most high didn't know what you did when he made you? He's the potter and you the clay. 
You don't think that he's got, he um, knew everything before the foundation of the world? Because the Most High is not even in this world. The Most High is not even talking about this world anymore. This world is already condemned. The Most High is only talking about the next world. Because we all dead people walking on this side. Trust. You got to earn yourself to be a saint. But the thing is, this is the spiritual aspect. You already been chosen before the foundation of the world. He already knew that you was going to do all these things. And he still made you and still allowed you to come here. And I'm going to read a scripture. Jeremiah 1 and 5 from the King James. And it says, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. And I ordained you to be a prophet unto the nations. Now, he said that to Jeremiah. But he also said it to Abraham, Noah, um, Judah, Samson, and simply because they had prophecy too. The Testament of um, Judah, which you already know his name is Yahuda. The Testament of Judah, he's given you prophecy. Abraham, the most high, told him prophecy before the beginning. Noah, all of them, all of them. That's how they was able to do what they, um, they did, okay? They was prophets. And I'm going to tell you how a prophet is a prophet. When the most high tells you something, you tell the masses and it comes true. That's it. And I'm going to prove to you this. The most high said he's going to pour out his spirit and people are going to be prophesying. They're going to be dreaming dreams. They're going to be interpreting dreams. They're going to be speaking in tongues. That's what he said. He said it a few times in the scriptures. He said it about his children. And then he said he's going to pour it out on all flesh. He said it a few times about his children. But then he said he's going to pour it out on all flesh in the New Testament. Okay. So he's going to be doing that to his saints. And I'm going to tell you something else. The devil fools the whole world except the very elect. Who are the elect? The saints. So they're going to know because the Ruach is dealing with them. Now, I already told you when the Ruach is dealing with you, you're going to know spiritual things. You're going to have wisdom and understanding. What is that? Having wisdom and understanding, being able to discern, that's discerning spirits and all of that. Honey, you're going to be doing all of that. So as we, the believers slash saints, must understand that situations will not always be easy. We will make less than smart decisions. We will learn valuable lessons from. We're going to learn lessons from those. We will also make a lot of little mistakes. But there are two things to remember. Number one is don't let the devil make you feel bad for those mistakes. When you make them, especially when you repent, because that's when you're at your most vulnerable, okay? You got to believe that you are forgiven by the most high, because if you don't and it still plagues you, that means the devil is getting to you because the most high says he forgives. He does. So why would he lie? You have to learn to forgive yourself when you ask for forgiveness, because if you don't, the devil can get to you and make you wallow in pity. Now that's sinful. Number two, always focus on the most high when you have repented, because it's easy to fall off the wagon when you're at your most vulnerable and your guard is down. We can get tripped up if we let our guard down even for a second, okay? Because um, evil is always there and always throwing stuff in your head. Well, maybe he didn't forgive me. Maybe he didn't do this because I really did something bad. Uh uh. The Most High said he forgave you. And don't think about those things. And he said, don't look left or right. 
especially if you're asking for forgiveness. Why would you um, overthink that? The Most High forgave you. Uh, I already told you what happened with the other people. <laughs> and they say, you see all the stuff they was doing, murder and all this other stuff, child. He's going to forgive you. And you have to allow yourself to be forgiven. Mm -hmm. These people that I talked about were mighty in their walk and their belief. However, they did sin. But the Most High forgave their sin and they became saints. Now the Most High speaks with us and tells us to be perfect as he is perfect. He also says that um, we make others perfect. Mm -hmm. Our, our um, faith and works and walking in it and being able to be built up as, um, as spiritual um, athletes, we make others perfect. Okay, so Matthew 5 and 48 says, be ye therefore perfect even as your father, which is in heaven, is perfect. And Hebrews 13 and 21 says, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Yahushua HaMashiach, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Meaning, let it be so. Okay? Not amen, amen, rock. Not that. I already told you the devil fools the whole world, so we ain't gonna say that word we're gonna say amen or we're gonna say hallelujah okay so remember the most high is no longer referring to this world because he's already moved on however since we are bound by space and time we must continue to move forward in this linear time and space so that we can continue to walk in his word and build up our spiritual endurance and become perfect like the most high said we are now I want to define saint and sinners, and it's from the Oxford Dictionary. Now, sinners is a noun, and it says, a person who transgresses against the divine law by committing an immoral act or acts, okay? And the quote is, the most high forgives repentant sinners. So the uh, synonyms is wrongdoer, evildoer, transgressor, offender, criminal, miscreant, um, trespasser and reprobate. Okay. And that's all of the things for sinners. And now I'm going to talk about saints. Saints is also a noun. Saints is also a noun. And it says a person who acknowledged as holy or virtuous and typically regarded as being in heaven after death. Okay. Um, so you already understand, it says a person who is acknowledged to be holy. So like I said, the most high told you before the foundation of the world, he already acknowledged that you're going to be holy. And he knew that you was going to make mistakes and he knew that you was going to make dumb decisions and he knew that you was going to stumble and fall. But he told you, once you find out who I am and you walking in my word, don't look back, don't look left or right, focus on me. I know stuff is going to happen. And I already said that you holy. So do what you're supposed to do. Do your job. And I did a lesson called do your job. And what are we supposed to do? We're supposed to be in the most high's word. We're supposed to obey his lower statutes, precepts, commands. We're supposed to walk in his word, fight in his word, do all kinds of stuff in his word. And stop listening to the devil because the devil is a liar. When Yahshua walked um, on this earth, the first thing he said when he was casting out devils 
soon as they say, oh, we know who you are, most high. Is it time for us yet? Please don't let us go. The first thing he says, shut up and come out of her or him. Get out of here. Get out. That's what he said. The first thing he said was shut up. The only one he was spawned with was the devil. And they was battling with the word of Yah. Yes, they was. And the devil did not win. He sent the devil packing. Three times the devil kept coming to him. Uh-huh. And he sent them packing, baby. So know what I say. Also, in the apocalypse of, um, of Abraham, um, the angel told Abraham, if you listening to this devil, the devil's down here talking to the people he already got. If you listening to this devil, that means he already got you. Mm -hmm. And the saints can be taken down because those are the only ones that's living. There's scriptures that said, let the dead, be, well, in the, in the regular Bible scriptures, it said, let the dead bury the dead. But there's other scriptures that said, dead people are dead and they can't come alive. But those people who are alive, those are the saints. They can cause themselves to die. Like I said, everybody's a sinner, meaning you're going to mess up. But if the Most High chose you to be a saint and you continue to grovel in the dirt that is evil and wickedness, you will die spiritually. This is what I'm talking about. Because everybody got to die carnally, everybody. Because you cannot go to the next life without dying. This spirit, um, this physical cult is not going because <laughs> it's not you. You just have on this coat, okay? When it's your time to expire, you will shed this coat and you will be exactly who you are, a consciousness, a battery, a light, energy. You're going to go right back where you came from, okay? Understand that. And a lot of times the reason why we don't, we don't get stuff is number one, the devil got us and he's ruling us by the flesh. He's tricking you. He's bamboozling you. He's deceiving you. You in delusion. I already did that. I already did that lesson. Go to it because the devil is fooling you. And just let me say something about that. You're going to have to give me a, I already said, you got to give me a little time to decipher it. Uh, it's been very a busy time for me, really busy time, a lot of stuff going on. Um, there's two other lessons that I have to give. One actually other lesson that I have to give you before I give you the devil fools the whole world, but I promise you when I deliver this message, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. So just be patient. I still have other things to give you. I'm still going to edify you. I am being, um, dealt with with um the rock and i he just amazes me every time and i am so grateful and i have to give glory to the most high because when i listen to the lessons and i try to listen to the lessons right after i do them or at some point i do because i want to make sure that everything is going well and i say to myself oh my goodness i could never have given a lesson with my own thoughts and my own feelings it has to be the rock that's that's dealing with me it has to be so I just give the most high all the glory and I thank him to Yahushua's name. Hallelujah. So now I'm going to read some scriptures to you in regards to sinners. And um, the first one is Romans 3 and 23. And it says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the most high. And I already told you that you have. But I also told you that the Most High chose you before the foundation of the world. 
So he already knew who was going to be saints. He already knew who was going to be sinners and who's going to be there. He already knew. He knew already. You just have to do your job. And I already gave you more than enough tools and understanding to know what you're supposed to be doing. Romans 5 and 8 said, but the most high shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, excuse me, Yeshua died for us. Now, Yeshua came down here. He had a job to do. And he did what he did to the letter, honey. He did, he did exactly what the uh, prophecy said. Exactly. He didn't turn to the left or the right. He did exactly what the prophecy said. Mm-hmm. And he uh, redeemed all his saints. Okay. Because he went down there and he paid us back. He redeemed us from what Adam did. That's what he did. He paid it off with his life. He was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Praise you. Hallelujah. Okay. All right. So Romans 6 and 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of the most high is eternal life in Yeshua HaMashiach. Okay. Mark 2 and 17 says, and when Yeshua heard it, he said to them, those who are well, this is in the New Testament, when um, they asking him, why you keep going to these sinners? Why you ain't over here with the saints? They call themselves saints. <laughs> and they kept pointing things at other people. Yes, they did. And Yahshua said, he said to them, those who are well have no need for a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but the sinners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the prophecies is um, from the Most High say, oh, since the children are not listening to me, I'm going to go to a foolish nation. That's another reason. Uh, um, Yeshua came down here for a few reasons. For Adam's sin to, uh, to um, make the, uh, the children of Israel jealous, to get those Gentiles that um, uh, seek the Most High too. They want to be with the Most High too, honey. Most High said, all right. All right. So he came down here. He said he didn't call the righteous at that time. He came for the sinners. So he came to spread the good news and have his 12 spread the good news. Now that's that time. Now the next time he stepped his foot down here, all hell going to be breaking loose, literally. Okay. Ecclesiastes 7 and 20, which I already told you, um, uh, Solomon wrote, Solomon wrote many books, a lot of them. Surely there's not a righteous man on earth who does good and never sins. I'm going to say it again. This is what this is about. Surely there is not a righteous man on earth who does good and never sins. Of course you're going to sin down here because the prince of this air is down here. He's making sure everybody sins, but there are sins that lead to death. Now, I'm going to say this, but I don't want you to take it in any way than how I'm going to give it to you. Like I said, you're going to sin. And there are some things that you're going to do that's considered sinful. It's not righteous. Anything that's not righteous is considered sinful. There ain't no middle. So there's some things that you're going to do that's not right. Okay. They could be um, immoral according to um, fleshly people, but it doesn't mean that you're going to die for it. 
but they are sins that lead to death. Trust me. And that's what you don't want to do. And there's scriptures. There's literally a scripture that says that. There are sins that lead to death. Mm -hmm. So you want to watch out for that. First, Yachanan, which is John 3, 5 through 10 says, you know that he appeared to take away sins and him. There was no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on singing, sinning, excuse me, has either seen him or known him. Little children, don't, excuse me, little children, let not, let me read this again, because I'm just looking at stuff. Okay, 1 John 3, 5 and 10, 5 through 10. You know that he appeared to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the son appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of the most high makes a practice of sinning for the most high seed abides in him and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of the most high. I already told you the most high told you before the foundation of the world, before you was in your mother's womb, I knew you. He knew who was going to be the saints. He knew who was going to be the sinners. He is the ultimate potter. He already said what he said. James the just 4 and 17. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him is sin. You know, if you're supposed to be in the most high and you walking in the most high, you know, you ain't supposed to be doing stuff you ain't, you ain't supposed to do. This is where your heart gets pricked. Okay. When the most high is always walking with you or he's sending his advocates, your heart will be pricked. And you turn around and go, now nah, I know that wasn't right. I know that wasn't right. And what does that take? Humility. A lot of people don't have that. Okay. Vulnerability. Wanting to be righteous. Be faithful. All these things. Okay. Romans 6, 1 and 2 said, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we, how can we who died to sin still live in sin? How? When a Yahshua um, sacrificed himself and he died to sin, then you was reborn with him. So that means you shouldn't be sinning. Do your job. And don't go wallowing in sin like a pig. I already said what I said. Because the righteous don't throw their pearls to pigs. I did that lesson too. Yachanan 9 and 31. We know that the Most High does not listen to sinners. But if anyone is a worshiper of the most high and does his will, does the most high's will, the most high listens to him. I don't know if he said what I said. Isaiah 48 and 10, behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tried you in the furnace, firm, excuse me, in a furnace of affliction. I already told you. You got to spar like you are an athlete that's going to the Olympics. And that's hard work. 
It's hard. That's not easy. He wants you to bring home that gold, baby. That's not easy. Because you got to keep fighting with other people, running and doing stuff day and night. You got to spar. You got to get yourself together. That's what the most I say. Get it together. I'm going to refine you. Proverbs 28 and 18. Whoever walks in integrity will be delivered. But he who is crooked in his ways will suddenly fall. Now, who's crooked? That old serpent, the devil is crooked. He's crooked. You don't want to be with the devil now because he is doing everything he can. He already knows he got a short time. Now we're going to talk about the saints. Revelation 14 and 12 says, here is a call for the endurance of the saints. Remember, he wants you to endure. He's going to test you and try you. Mm -hmm. All right. Here's a call for the endurance of the saints. Those who keep the commandments of the Most High and their faith in Yahshua. Hebrews 12 and 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings to us closely because of the devil. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. I already told you. You need to spar, baby, because you need to be Teflon. You can't be no regular leaf, because as soon as the devil blow on you, you're just going to blow down. Uh-uh, baby. You're going to be like a tree planted, and I don't care how many winds try to blow it down. It's going to stay right where it is, because it's hanging on to the most high, the rock. Praise your hallelujah. Two Corinthians, which they call second Corinthians, but I always say two. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, therefore, if anyone is in the Mashiach, he is a new creation. The old one has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So as soon as Yahshua HaMashiach passed and came um, and ascended, that's how we all ascended, right with him. We was baptized right in his death and we came right back. Praise you hallelujah. Okay. Romans 2 and, uh, excuse me, Romans 12 and 2, do not be conformed to this world. That's what the Most High says. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing, you may discern what is the will of the Most High, what is good and acceptable and perfect. You will know that that's discernment. Romans 8 and 27. And he who searches the hearts knows what is in the mind of the spirit, of human spirits, because the Ruach intercedes for the saints according to the will of the Most High. I didn't say what I said. First uh, Corinthians 6 and 11. As such were some of you, but you were washed you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach and by the Ruach of the Most High Yah. Praise Yah. He already told you. He chose you. He sanctified you. You are a saint, honey. You're going to make mistakes because you're down here reveling in hell. You don't have no choice but to make mistakes. <laughs> okay? Okay. First um, Thessalonians 3 and 13, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before 
Yahushua, excuse me, before Yahuwah, the Abba, who is the father, at the coming of Yahushua HaMashiach with all his saints. And I'm going to say it again. First of Thessalonians 3 and 13, so that he may establish your hearts blameless. This is the most high Yah, establishing your heart as blameless in holiness before the most high Yah, our Abba. Abba means father in Hebrew, okay? At the coming of Yahushua HaMashiach with all his saints, okay? First John, Yachanai, 1 and 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's what he's doing to his saints. He already told you he was saying. He already saying, ain't no regular people going to um, those mansions that Yeshua said that his father had, okay? In Abba's house are many mansions. And if it wasn't so, I wouldn't tell you. I got to go up there and make a place for you. Only the saints can live there. How are you living in a, a, a wonderful heavenly mansion and you a wretch? No, honey, no. Psalms. 85 and 8, let me hear what Yahuwah or Elohim will speak, for he will not speak peace to his people, but to his saints. Let them not turn back to folly. Now, he already said that you was a saint. Don't turn around and start wallowing in the dirt that is wickedness, like a pig. I already said what I said. Okay, don't be no pig. Don't turn around and like a dog, uh, eat your vomit. Don't turn around and do that after he didn't say what he said. First Corinthians 10 and 13, no temptation. And I want you to remember this. I want you to remember this. First Corinthians 10 and 13, no temptation has taken over you that is not common to man. That means everybody got the same temptation. The Most High is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide a way to escape that you may be able to endure whatever it is that comes. What did the Most High say? Didn't I tell you he gives us gifts? What did he say? He ain't gonna give you more than you can handle. So don't go on, oh, I can't take this because there's always somebody or something that can be done to alleviate whatever it is that's happening to you. Uh-huh, he just said that in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. Now I got one more before I wrap it up. But I want you to understand that in the spiritual realm, we already saints. But in this earthly realm, because we gotta keep contending with the evil one, we're gonna make mistakes. But the most high already chose you before the foundation of the world, he already said that before. You came formed in your mama's womb. I knew you. I knew what you was going to do. I knew everything. And I still let you come. Why? Because you was already chosen. Know that. Now I have um, one more scripture and then I'm going to sign off. Second Corinthians 5 and 21. For our sakes, he made him to be sin. That means Yah, the Most High Yah, made Yahushua, his one and only begotten son, sin, okay? 
and he didn't even know sin. He wasn't sin. He wasn't uh, sin at all. He didn't. There was no sin that could comprehend him. Um, Yahusha, none, none. But the Most High made him sin for us because he came and he was slain before the foundation of the world, and he came for his saints. I already said what I said. For our sakes, he made him, the Most High made Yeshua sin, who didn't know sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of the Most High. We are the righteousness in the Most High through Yeshua, who gave his life to be this, uh, the sinful lamb. I already said what I said. The scriptures say it. So how does a sinner become a saint? By walking in the Most High's word by enduring the most high endures all the nonsense we be doing you think he don't endure you think he ain't long suffering everybody's suffering the earth is suffering the most high suffering because he said i'm gonna set a time before all this stuff is gonna be done away with but until then he gotta keep looking at our nonsense he's all over the most high is not bound by space and time he's everywhere at every time but he keeps seeing all this nonsense and say, you know what? I'm just going to wait because they just, they're going to hang themselves. But if you in the most high and you walking in his word and you standing in his word and you fighting in his word and you sleeping in his word and you eating his word and you drinking his word and you can do all those things I said, then you're going to be one of those saints in the next life. That's what you will be. So I hope that this lesson edifies you. And again, if you already heard the first lesson, I am so sorry. I was on a different device and I already told you, I am not good with these other devices. I like a desktop. And that's what I'll be doing. Um, if I can't get to my desktop, I will try to do a lesson before I leave. Um, or I'll just put up a spiritual jewel because there's so many spiritual jewels that will edify you. There's so many um, people that are in the Ruach that are right on time. I'm telling you what they're teaching, especially the ones that I uploaded. And I will continue to introduce you to other people like Kingdom Prepper. He has his own, um, his own um, site and he teaches you about um, fake Christianity and churchianity. And I'm going to upload that because I've been trying to contact him. But as long as I put that um, that um, legal piece in, I can still upload it because I'm not trying to steal nobody's stuff. But I just want you guys to be fully aware of what's happening to us and let us let all of our eyes be wide open to the nonsense of the devil so that we don't have to be tripped up by him. This is the whole reason of this lesson and this um, these broadcasts on this platform is to give us enough information to keep us informed to stay in the will of the most high. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm glad that's what you're doing. If you have any questions about this lesson or any other, I think I'm going to um, submit a number or something that you can either text or whatever. I'm trying to get it together. Until then, you could, you could um, ask questions. But um, I'm trying to get it together so that people can just contact the, um, the number or text the number or whatever and contact because there are some people, I guess, that want to ask that want to ask questions that may not want me to say it on the air. But um, until I can do that, please just have patience with me. I'm developing every day in, in regards to this platform. 
And, you know, sometimes I make mistakes like every, everybody else. And, you know, I'm trying to fix my mistakes. And we all going to be um, getting on the right path together. So, like I said, I hope that this message edified you. And with that, I will say until next time. Hi, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.